She shivered, watching the night move around her. Nothing made sense anymore. She thought about Amy and had to fight the tears that threatened her every moment. She hoped, no matter where Amy was, that she was safe. She couldn't believe the things Blake said about her. Amy was no monster. Blake had become the monster. She knew it wasn't his fault. He never changed on the outside. He was still the nerdy boy she had fallen in love with, but inside, he was dead. Something had changed inside of his eyes. They were lifeless. A noise outside her room stilled her mind. She felt her breath stop as she scuttled to the corner silently. She moved with stealth she never knew she possessed. The darkness of the room was still as she listened to the noise in the hallway. She waited for it to pass by her room. But instead, it remained outside her door. She felt her stomach lurch forward as she imagined the horror outside of the room, waiting for her. She wrapped her arms around her legs and pulled them into her chest. She took shallow breaths, hoping no one would hear. She knew better, though. She knew they could hear her. They could hear her fear as if it were a symphony playing for them. She closed her eyes and imagined Amy bursting through the door. She would look the way the panther dude had said she would. Leather pants and huge boots. Her long hair would look like a cape behind her. She would be strong and kick ass on all the freaks that held Elise there. She maintained her vision of her sister as the key turned in the lock. The door creaked open, filling the room with thunderous noises. Footsteps crossed the room. Teeth shot out like a switchblade. A horrid laugh filled her face as huge hands grabbed her skinny arms and pulled her into its embrace. She ignored it all, filled with the joy that the vision of her sister provided. She felt herself get lost in the sunlight the long, blonde cape brought with it. Wolfil, Maine. Present day. Ophelia. Did you see her eyes last night? That was freaky. They went all black. I think she's on drugs. She moved the pointer with her hands. I saw her. My brother's eyes looked like that when he did X. I don't know how she's related to Abby. I know, right? She tried to ignore the whispers. She couldn't believe they would say such mean things. She hadn't moved the stupid marker. The board had been jinxed. Something came through. She shot a glare at the stupid plastics. You never gave me my paperback. The words left her mouth, only slightly louder than a whisper. She still glared at the girls watching her. She turned back to see Mr. Paulson glance up from the stack of quiz papers he was about to hand out. Sorry, kid. Let me see if I can find it. He picked up his briefcase and flipped through it. Ah, here it is. Geez, sorry, I never marked it. Let me do it quickly now, okay? Okay. The whispers got louder. She felt her skin start to crawl as a shiver crossed her. She turned her gaze to the girls in the corner, shooting glances at her. Mr. Paulson ran through the paper quickly. His eyebrows rose several times. He never underlined a single thing. He never found a single mistake. He whistled 
and passed it back with an A+. Nice work, kid. She took the paper and looked over at the popular girls still whispering. She should never have gone to the stupid party. She didn't belong with them. She didn't even like them. They talked about whichever girl couldn't make it to whatever function they were at. Backstabbing biatches was what Naomi's called them. She couldn't believe Abby had wanted her to go to the stupid sleepover. She never should have gone. She should have stayed home with Mackenzie and Naomi to watch the Scream movies back-to-back like she had planned. She took her seat as Mr. Paulson handed out the new quiz. As the paper landed in her fingers, she felt her head grow heavy. She struggled to remain upright.